Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Tuesday, the 19th of February. We're trucking along. We have very cold weather, and I know if you're on the East Coast and you hear me say that, you probably want to knock me upside the head. However, close for here, to be in the middle 40s in the mornings and it not to go up over 60 during the day, and then you add a cold wind to that, it's, it's different. It's different for here, but I love it because this is probably the first year and maybe four years that we actually had a winter. It was really distressing that the past three or four years, we've had really warm winters. Like we never got cold. And you start to miss that rhythm and that difference. So it really worked out great that it is freezing right now or not freezing, but freezing for me. So I hope you guys are happy wherever you're at because today's topic is a topic that in this day you just don't need to think past changing anything. I I love planning goals and growing and saying, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Sometimes my timetable doesn't fall in where I want it to. But as long as I'm working on something, I always feel like I'm on my way there. But there's something about honoring our souls. It's something that is with us all the time. And we don't have to do anything but be quiet. Long enough to hear the rumblings that go on in our heads, that go on in our minds, that actually, when they're not addressed, start showing up in our bodies. Think about that. What we don't address starts showing up everywhere. It shows up in our conversation, in the way we walk, in the way we talk, the way we get ill. What do we need to protect us from this big, scary world or exempt us from this big, scary world? There's a lot of things that start to happen. And seeing Christ, it just slowed my roll. It expedited me in many ways by knowledge and comfort within myself that, hey, you know what, take it easy. Don't knock yourself down before you've even gotten up. But at the same time, that strength that it gave me to give me the patience for myself, that was already there. But what Christ did was made me aware of it. Like, hey, that's the voice, you know, that voice, the one that you don't listen to as much. That's the one, if you were to listen to, would give you peace. Quiet voice that guides us. And we, we can't shut it off. We think we can, and we say, okay, I'm not going to listen, and I'm still going to do what I want, whatever that is, whatever that means. But then it just shows up again, or like you're sleeping, and it runs through your mind, and it just kind of won't be quiet, even though you think 
that you've shut it down. And we can tell it we don't want to hear it, and it listens. It's obedient to our free will. But it cannot change itself. Our souls and what's inside of them cannot change themselves. Every decision we have made based on free will is in there. A lot of stuff that we went back and forth on in life over time, we may forget those events and those things. And we may forget them pretty easily. Bigger than that, the stuff we made decisions on become a part of our life story, part of our internal inventory that gets looked at again at some point so that we can pull out everything we needed to learn from it. So you're driving. What does it feel like to hear your soul? What does it feel like to actually listen to yourself? Because when I did listen to myself, I felt really weird doing something right, but I didn't fit into my life anymore because I was doing something that I thought was good for me. And so I had to ask the question, was what I was doing not good for me all the time? And the answer was yes. I was doing everything for everybody else, hoping that it would be good for me eventually by making me happy that everybody was happy with me that no one had a bad thing to say about me, and I would bend over backwards to make sure that that was the case. But what I didn't realize was I had to shut down a lot of departments inside of me to pull it off. And as I got older, I had to shut more and more doors until I was asking the question, what am I here for? What am I doing? And why am I doing it this way? In years before I saw Christ, I thought, well, why do we have a life? If we're born, we plug into the system, whatever system it is, culture, country. We do what we're supposed to do and prove that we're loyal to it in some way. And then we die. And I started thinking, what's the point of all this work to just die at the end? I came here, and I'm working for everybody. I'm working a job for money to take it from them and give it to someone else. I don't even see benefit from it other than the fact that I have a roof over my head, and we've been taught that that was more than enough. You've got food on the table and a roof on your head. But in our lives, the way our infrastructure built itself, you needed a lot more than a roof over your head and food on your table. You had to pay taxes. You had to buy a car. You had to pay for insurances, whether it was for your health car or home. We had surcharges on surcharges on surcharges that they just never end, even till now. Everybody wants that extra penny because if they can get an extra penny out of a million people, 
nobody notices an extra penny, but that one penny became many, many, many pennies, and we became overwhelmed. And then we got so stuck in that system that we had to shut ourselves down just to keep pace. No time to do what you thought would be fun or you thought would be exciting or taking a risk or taking a chance. There was no room for that. So that's how we shut ourselves down. And then we all started realizing, hey, wait a minute. Where did my life just go? Where did that little kid who dreamed just go? Kid back. I know they're in there somewhere, and we start looking. And we find him or her. And they're in there, and they're excited. And you say, what are you so excited about? Wow, why don't you try this, and why don't you do that? You know, God, I don't know if I have time, but let me see. And so we start looking in our life and we start feeling like we can't find what we're looking for, but we know what we're looking for. We're looking for some time to do this or that. We're just looking for it. The fact that we're even looking for it starts our journey on finding it. And sometimes it's just to be alone and hear ourselves. And the minute we start listening you start noticing these little movements like, hey, I feel, I feel pretty good. Like, really, I feel pretty good. I'm content right now. I don't need too much to make me happy. I, this peace feels so good. Peace makes me feel like I have a hand in my own life. And I realized that I enjoy just sitting in the corner of a couch and reading a book or binge-watching a fun show. And if that's it, do it. But do something that you enjoy. Because once you've done that and you've listened long enough to just kind of stop the ball from rolling down the hill, you start changing. And by now, many of us have felt those changes. And then we go, then what? All right, doing what I like, making time. But I still feel there's more. I want more. I want to do more. I want to feel more. And I always say, go back and listen. Ten minutes a day listening to what goes on in your head and in your heart, and how asking yourself questions, trying to filter through the stuff that does go on in your head. Your soul, once it's involved, it's been waiting its time all your life. It starts to show you things, glimpses, things that make you happy, and that have made you happy in the past starts reminding you how your instincts have been right all along. And you go back and you think about things that you've made decisions on and you knew better. And this time you don't beat yourself up for it and call yourself names for not noticing 
what was really going on. But she starts to say, oh, wow, I knew that. I didn't listen then, but now when I hear that little tingle inside of me go, hey, trust yourself. Give yourself time. Try this. Do that. We listen when we hear that. And that starts building our confidence. And as we learn that honoring our soul is only listening to ourselves, paying attention to what we hear, and learning to act on it, then we start confidence in in what we do, but also in every conversation we have. We're in it. We're not just passing time anymore. We become involved. We think about what we're going to say. We make sure that what we say makes sense to the person who's listening and it's not just us working out our stuff. But that we're talking from the learning of all that stuff. Knowing where to put your time because now your time becomes valuable. And the more we hear of ourselves, the more valuable it becomes. Because then you say things like, I want to do this, and I want to do that. And how am I going to do it? And why am I going to do it that way? And how much time will it take? And will I still have time to do these other things? And you just, it becomes a normal thing for you to go through that. And then you start to think, wow, this is what people who have actually done the things they wanted to do have gone through. And then you start to respect that. It's an amazing, an amazing subtle step that does change your life by you not changing anything you already know. You just gave it time to do its work. And the minute we give our soul some time, that sense of honor, because you're saying, hey, man, I just did right by me. That's a weird feeling. And that was the weird feeling I had when I met. I didn't know how to take care of myself and not feel guilty or bad or like I needed a million reasons why. I needed to do something for me. And I can't believe how much I did that. Oh, well, I had to have a massage. I pulled a muscle in my back. Now I just say, I love to have a massage. I can't wait to go. And I own it. But I didn't even think that I was worth my time. And I looked at it as being selfish or taking away from the people I was serving. And I found out over time that the more time I gave myself, I actually had more time for other people because I made time. It wasn't just all day long and I'm doing picking up all these little things for everybody around me. I started to trust that if I could figure myself out, so could they. 
I started to have patience to allow other people to learn. Telling myself, well, if I died tomorrow or today, they will still be okay. And when Christ told me, a lot of us, which is why this happened to me at the time, one of the reasons, we were going home undone. Part of the learning was not to go home undone, and a lot of people went home undone to teach us that. But we were no longer meant to go home undone. We were evolving past that stuck period of time, just rolling like cogs in the wheel, but staying in place. Looking at, hey, am I doing what I came here to do? Because I only have so much time to do it. And we all know when we are on track. We all know when we are learning. I have people I see on Facebook a lot, you know, pray for my family, pray for my dad. This guy just ran out on his wife and left her with nothing. We need to collect money. We need to do this. You know, whatever it is, how we look at things, how we look at somebody passing, how we look at giving and helping, how we discern whether or not it's real, to learn a lot about what's real and what isn't. We're starting to feel that. There's an actor in America, for those who are not in America, who says that he was, um, what did they, he said he was attacked in Chicago. And there were racial comments and and homophobic slurs and all this stuff put on him. And I remember when I heard that account, I thought, how did they know at 2 o'clock in the morning, a guy going to Subway, that he was, or that he was, you know, an actor, know what show he was on, and they screened that out. At 2 o'clock in the morning, what were the chances of somebody meeting them in the middle of the street, and they were going to attack him and, and put a noose around his neck and do all these other things that he said? And his injuries weren't that significant. And usually when something like that happens, There's a lot of anger, and anger and passion mixed are not a good combination, and he would not have fared out so well. And I remember hearing it and seeing the photos, and something about it just later, there was talk about it possibly being a hoax. Two weeks later, the two guys that they caught in the camera were found. After they were found and brought in for questioning, they said, yeah, you basically paid us to do this. Not to hurt him entirely, but he paid us to do this. Prior to that news, he was on a show called um, Good Morning America talking about how this happened to him. Not resolved yet, but when something doesn't feel right, it usually isn't right. And when we get so far away from ourselves that we have to create this level of drama, whether it's real or not, 
however it looks. We're so far away from honoring our soul that now we're just saying anything, anything we need to say to keep this either in the news or out of the news, whatever it is we're doing. There's something about honor. There's something about truth and love and purity over and over again that keeps us connected. The minute we breach, we start telling something that isn't true, not even just the lie, but something we need to believe to feel like we have to function or so we can function, but it's not actually true. When we're trying to sell our story, nobody's going to believe us, just like what I've been hearing. Liam writes in the chat, what about people who follow their dreams but are broke like you've experienced? I didn't care. I cared because it, it bugged me in my sleep, but feeling of being broke was in comparison to the work I was doing and am doing was like worlds apart. I could not help doing this work. And it wasn't easy. Found out so many things about myself. So many things about great people around me and the people that have helped and didn't say no when I was so far down that I didn't even know how I was going to continue. And yet every day, every single day, there are surprises of love. And those are my gifts. Those are my paychecks me 17 years, not one day or one year or 10 years, 17 years, and I finally have an agent. I can't believe it. He calls me and he says, Nadia, this is your agent, because he knows I can't believe it. And he's international. And we're working on building a forum. And now that I'm ready for it, because it took me that long to be in school with Christ, with all of us, and learning God without religion, God without boundaries, God without limits, God without judgments, God without hell me that long to be calm with this knowledge and understand its strength so that when I talk about it, I can talk about it in strength. I can tell you what honoring your soul will do to you or for you or with you. I can tell you if you ever have a thought that is void of truth, love, or purity, Those are the thoughts to throw away because that's like ego invading the good thoughts and you learning to say, hey, that's going to take away from me, not give to me or anyone around me. So that's not something I should be doing. Our 
truly an amazing wealth of growth. And we have not even fully tapped in. We have been on a, I want to say on a merry-go-round for a very long time. And it has taken me all this time finally get off the merry-go-round. I was able to slow it down and slow it down and slow it down enough for me to get off and walk away from it and see it when it spins, but no longer on it. And I had to learn it experience after experience after experience. And the fact that I didn't have money to do this, I, when it came time to publish books, I called them angels. There were people who helped me get the books out there. And then when the books were done, I, I no longer had money again. I wanted to pay people back, and I couldn't do it. But I didn't know how not to pay my debt. And yet I was going in debt just to do this work. It was like this weird thing, and I go, God, how do you figure? Why did you put me in this position? And I'm doing this for you. He said, everyone's in this position for the most part. There's very few people that aren't in comparison. And you need to know what that feels like. And what happened to me was I tapped into my resources, my strength. Did it make me cry? Yes. Scare the heck out of me? Yes. Did it make me feel for some time less than other people? Yes. When I had to ask for money, did I feel horrible? Yes. But not enough to not believe that one day I will be able to not just help some people, but I can help a lot of people. I always saw it. And I don't need to help them for me. And me starving like that taught me that. I don't need to help anyone for me. I need to help by making people aware and them taking on their own lives. Because I can't be there. I'm a mother in my mind. And I want to do everything for everyone but I had to trust that everyone wants to do everything for them. And all I need to do is show you ways that can make your thoughts bigger and more productive in your life. Peace inside of your soul. And I found that that's the most valuable part of any one of us is that peace. That little word, peace, but you know it when you've found it. And sometimes we rile up our environments because we want to avoid feeling that peace because we don't know how to accept being okay. Don't know how to accept it. It took me a long time to stop justifying and defending my decisions as though I owed the whole world an explanation. And every time I'd hear myself explaining something, I would stop myself and I became conscious of it. 
Because I thought, why do they need to know why I need to do something? Do I not know? Do I need to convince? I don't. But I thought I did, and that took a lot of my time and a lot of my energy and a lot of my self-worth, and we are way bigger than that. You guys, my time is already up. I can't believe it. I feel like we just had this little fireside chat. Have a great Tuesday. I will see you tomorrow on Relationship Wednesday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.